Today, the eve of Thursday, uh, and there are two main events uh, in the Holy Week took place tonight. Um, both of them are mentioned in the Gospel of the Third Hour. So the first um, story or occasion was about the woman who poured the oil, anointing Jesus in the house of Simon the leper. And the second uh, occasion happened also, um, Judas betrayed Jesus. So actually in the morning, the readings were talking about um, like the Jews and the chief priests, they, uh, they want to capture Jesus and they made announcement, anybody knows him, just come, let us know, and like you have your reward. Um, and then in the evening here, uh, the third hour gospel said that Judas betrayed Jesus and went to talk to them. Um, so two main events. Let's focus on the, focus on the today on the positive like story. Um, I mean the the story of the woman who poured oil on Jesus' head. So the reading of the third hour um, was according to Saint Mark, chapter fourteen, talking about a woman, and didn't mention her name. Also, this story is recorded in Matthew, and it was this morning that this passage, uh, Matthew 26, and the ninth hour uh, in the morning uh, prayers. And they didn't mention the name as well. But it just said, like, it happened a couple of days before the Passover at Simon's the leper's house at Bethany. There are two similar occasions also, like for women who poured oil on Jesus one of them in Luke 7, and another one in John 12. The one in John 12 also we read today in the morning, but in the sixth hour, in the sixth hour in the morning prayer. So it's actually today like three stories of like the woman pouring oil on Jesus. And we have three, actually we have four stories, each gospel like said the story, but actually we have three women. So Luke 7, it was um, by the sinful woman early when Jesus started him, his ministry. So it's like a separate. It's not mentioned today. This one in Luke 7, the sinful woman. But interestingly uh, enough, the woman in John 12 was just four days earlier. So like we said today in the evening, it was two days before the Passover. So four days earlier, it's like six days before the Passover. And it was Mary. This is the one in John 12. Was Mary the sister of Lazarus? In Bethany as well, the same town as the one we are talking about it today in this evening. So it's actually six days, and Jesus was Friday, his passion. So six days would be Saturday. So most likely in the same day when Jesus raised Lazarus, they have this feast, and Lazarus was sitting with Jesus and Mary, his sister. She came and poured the oil. So basically three: the one like early, the sinful woman, and then two gospels like uh, Mark this evening and Matthew. Uh, this morning, they talk about the woman without a name. And then John, he talked about Mary, uh, the sister of Lazarus. So actually three different occasions, but there are few things that are common between the stories. So three groups of character. The woman, like whatever, we have different women. Uh, the people and Jesus himself. And three acts and gestures uh, for from each group. So heart full of love gave precious oil this was the woman heart filled with judgment give indignant words so the people who attended and one of the gospel saint john he specifically mentioned judas he talked about like condemning or like uh, 
indignant words about this woman, why you are wasting. And also the, the third, a heart full of wisdom and kindness gave consolation and gentle defense. And he was Jesus. So we can like think and meditate a little bit and try to learn something uh, from the women, from the people uh, or the disciples who were in, the, in, the, in this occasion. And for sure, Jesus, we can learn a lot from him. Maybe we don't have enough time to like spend the whole night talking about like Jesus and his act. It would be a lot to learn from the disciples. We might stop and like the people or the disciples. We might stop and ask, wasn't it right that they can sell the oil and give it to the poor? Makes sense. Just imagine how much expensive, just to imagine how much expensive was the oil they said this 300 denarii is the wage of a worker working for an entire year. So somebody working hard for an entire year just to get like this flask of like oil. And they estimated it's more than $30,000 like nowadays, probably more for this small thing. Can you imagine someone buying such oil that then spill it like that? And maybe by tomorrow or next week, after cleaning the floor from this oil, everything will be gone. Isn't a waste? Sounds like a waste. And also, maybe people will think, this lady, or this woman, in the evening gospel, she poured it on Jesus' head. Mary, the sister of Lazarus, she poured it on his feet. But this evening on his head. So maybe people think, okay, now Jesus is wet. Because she poured it on his head and the floor is wet and need cleaning and too much smell in the house. Maybe like we cannot bear it. So it's actually a waste. Um, and all are good points. Some people can think this way. The disciples were also good and godly people. Although some of them looked to the earthly value of this oil, like Judas, but some of them, they might really care for the poor and it's a very good intention and like maybe you think yes we can give this money by selling the oil give it to the poor which is good thing so jesus didn't rebuke them but explained to them and gently defending her and he said let her alone he didn't say much he said like she kept it for my burial and stuff like that but like the, the thing he told the people just let her alone so maybe what we can learn from the people or the disciples to let her alone or him alone, which means do not judge. So many times in life, we consider such pouring of the oil as waste. I can talk about my sins and myself and things I saw in life. So many times I consider people who spend long hours praying as waste and doing nothing useful or getting maybe enough sleep so they can go to work next day and they can use the, the, the time with a, make it more useful. And other time I judge people who give money to a homeless person and consider it as waste because this poor fellow will use the money and go get drunk. Also, I saw people who considered monasticism as waste and as weakness and consider those people who go to the monastery as they are fleeing from the world. 
Same with priesthood. One of the reasons which is not easy today to find a priest, because many people consider it as waste. So they say the family income will not be as much. And maybe you will not have the same freedom as a family, etc. So it's a waste. Thank God we have uh, Father Michael, Father George, other priests. They even consider it as waste. But there are some people consider it waste. I'm not sure if it's a cultural thing or to judge and consider action of others as waste. I think it's not. Um, maybe it's common between humans. Um, but for us as Christian, we should have different values and attitudes. So at least as Jesus said to the disciple, the disciples, let her alone. When we see someone pouring precious, like very expensive oil, and do not have the heart to encourage him or her or agree with him or her, we should not judge. Just leave him or her alone. One of the verses said, Jesus said, uh, I think St. Paul, he said that, it's in Romans 14, 4. Who are you to judge others' servant? To his own master, he stands or fails. And he said, indeed, indeed he will be made to stand, for God is able to make him stand. So we can relate this verse to not judge, and God is seeing what's inside. Also another verse, for the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. So people maybe consider something is waste based on the values or the concepts of the world, but it's foolish with God. God sees more. So this is like lesson one, not to judge, although we might have a good point, but just do not judge. Let her or him alone. So going to the second character, the woman pouring the oil, um, one of the things drew me, my attention was the 300 denarii. I told you like it's so expensive. And this 300 denarii was mentioned both in Mary's story and like on Saturday, and this woman in today's gospel also, 300 denarii. So if they are two different women, why do they buy the same oil? It's alabaster flask of very costly oil of spike nard. So same one, mentioned the two story. Even some of the scholars or some of the fathers, they thought they are the same, like same like occasion or same ha thing happened. So it was only Mary and she like poured it and just like mentioned differently. But the difference in the story, one of them, Mary was like six days before the Passover and this one was two days before the Passover. Um, about this like uh, similarity, this like same oil, same price, same everything, and also people condemned or like were indignant, like saying, why is this waste? Just wondering, did they have only one store in Bethany, they buy oil, and there's only one person who sell, only sell like Spikenar in alabaster flask, or they didn't have choices? It's like, why they are all the same? So I tried to find an answer. Maybe it's not the best answer, but something I found, and I think it's a, it's a good way to think of. So first, alabaster, like this like box, or this like pot or uh, jar. Uh, it's a material like marble, but even more pure than the marble. 
and it has the ability to preserve the smell for a long time. And they used sometimes, if they want to seal it, they used sometimes to seal it with wax, so they can store it and keep it for a long time. So that's the, the alabaster flask. But what about the, the oil, the spike nard, or sometimes they call it the nard? Um, I found also in the Jewish tradition, before a young girl reached the age of marriage, her family would purchase an alabaster jar and fill it with like fill it with an expensive oil ointment or oils. And then when a man come and ask for the girl's hand in marriage, and she accept, either just before the marriage or just after the mar marriage, she would then take out the alabaster flask and break it at his feet, anointing them, his feet, with the oil as a sign of honoring him. So it made kind of sense why they both have this flask thing and also fill it with an expensive oil and like maybe 300 denarii because that's the most expensive thing. Um, because it's like as a preparation for marriage. Can we imagine how precious and important this oil for the woman? It's not just a money. It's like not just a wage for a year of work. Uh, but only there is one flask for each girl and she fills it over the years. She or her parents fills it over the year for one specific night, special night, her wedding. So it's not just about money. It's not about just the smell. It's also has a deep like meaning, especially for the one who owns it. Maybe people looked at the monetary value of the oil, but for her, it is more than that. It is part of her identity, part of her life, and part of her future. They were thinking about the money, and she was thinking probably she will not get married. This is her marriage day. They thought about the poor while she was busy with the beloved, the father of the poor and the needy. Nobody actually understands what's going on inside her, but Jesus with a pure smile understands and talk to her in her heart. It's a glorious scene. It's not just about like a perfume or an oil. The girls used to spend long time, maybe years to prepare this nard, to pour it on the beloved. For us, do we prepare our spark nard also? Do we fill it all the way or halfway? What about the smell? Is it a strong and pure smell? It's like multiple question in one question. It's a, like, do we have the spike nard? Do we fill it all the way? And how it smell? So maybe we can quickly answer, like kind of like rough answer this question. So as godly people, yes, we have spike nard or we have this alabaster jar. We still collecting the oil and it has good smell. So how? As we heard yesterday in the sermon, our mother, the church, is guiding us to be saints and leading us in the path of holiness. So she dedicated this long fast, long time of eating beans and falafel and simple food. Um, and as if we accumulating our north oil for 40 or 55 days, preparing it for this week, where we pour it on our beloved Lord. If you didn't fast, no problem. There is a few days left. 
let's buy alabaster flask of repentance let let's fill it with an art of fasting and prayer so we might pour it before they put Jesus in the tomb on Friday okay if I fasted the great land can I say my flask is full probably not it is not just some oil or half the way in the flask we need to accumulate more we need to make it full when we see the martyrs who gave their lives as spike nart or the saints who spend their lives wandering in mountains desert and the holes of the earth maybe can we say our flask is full maybe not some of you might know like or heard of people who became christian uh, and how much they suffered for god's sake and how they filled their flask so it was not easy it was hard and also i have some friends like seeing some of my friends their protestant friends becoming orthodox serious orthodox and the amount of rejection and exclusion they faced from their families and friends and other people I can tell you they filled their flask with an art. While we are taking it as orthodox uh, for granted, not paying attention to the pearl of great price. But even sometimes we lose of some of like some drops or few drops of the car spike nut. So we need to fill it more. We have some. We need to fill it more and be ready. As the five wise virgins from yesterday gospel, who filled their lamps with their oil and were ready. Not like the foolish one who said, our lamps are dying out. They had some. But they said, our lamps are dying out for they didn't prepare enough. So maybe listen to, we can learn from this gospel. Like, thank God as godly people, his children, we have some oil, but maybe it's not enough. We need, we still need to collect more. Maybe collect all the way until the last day. We keep collecting. So that's the second thing. The last thing about the spike nard is the smell. How pure and strong is the smell? In John 12, when he talked about Mary, Lazarus' sister, it is written, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. So if we consider the house of Lazarus as the church, so pouring the oil in the house, was spreading the smell in the whole church. And that's what exactly happened with the saints. Till today, we see their icons on the walls and iconostasis and smell their poured oil in the Bible and, and, and at the church. And one priest was talking about this point, about this uh, spike nard and like the smell. He was trying to find the reference. Uh, you know, when we say the commemoration of the saints in the liturgy and uh, try to find a reference. Um, at the beginning, we say, it is the command of your only begotten son that we may share in the commemoration of your saints and so on. So the only reference this priest found was this remembrance um, of the woman who poured the oil. Jesus said in the story, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, that this woman has done will also be told as a memorial of her. 
both actually this like verse in Mark and Matthew because they are talking about the same story and same like verse in both Gospels so our mother the church understanding the real idea and the accurate idea behind pouring the oil on Jesus she prepared for us the commemoration of the saints the people and we prayed in the liturgy they poured their oil throughout the ages on him so maybe lesson three about the smell we have to pour the oil on him him alone when we give when we do good deeds when we work when we play when we eat we should not we should do it for him and with him some people they do good things maybe they don't think of god maybe they are not christian or like any anybody can do good things but who has god in front of his eye and like who think of god while doing the good things so this is might be the smell so otherwise if we don't have god maybe the oil will not have the pure and the strong smell yes it will be oil it will be perfume it will be good but what about the smell the smell is only coming from him so may god give us to learn from the people the disciples not to judge others but just let them give their oil and let them alone and may he also give us to learn from the woman who filled the woman who filled their flasks and didn't stop filling until the day and maybe also he help us to do everything and live our lives for him and with him and glory be to God forever we want to thank you so much for listening to St. Basil's podcast we hope that you have gained spiritually from our remarkable speakers and we appreciate your support towards this podcast St. Basil American Coptic Orthodox Church is looking to purchase a home and we would love for you to be a part of our community. We are looking to raise funds towards this novel mission, Orthodoxy in an American Context within the San Diego area. You may donate online through our website www.stbasil.net That's www.stbasil.net Or click on the link below and it will take you to our donations page. You may also mail in your contribution at the address located on our website. We thank you for any contribution, and may our Lord Jesus Christ always bless your heart and home.